Hello everyone and welcome to our second Halloween special here on Dudes Who Like Movies. This is Dan Myers and, and with me as always is... Is Alec Kruger. Right? Because we're bad at... If we started doing a thing, we have to do a pun in our names every episode. And, so. I, and I mean, there's like not a lot that rhymes with mine. Right. You know, it's unique. Anyway. Um, and today we have a special guest. We have a friend of ours. Uh, he, you might know him from The Ring. Uh, the boxing ring, I should say. He was just in Creed and Creed 2. He had his own franchise back in the 70s and 80s. Shut up. <laughs> it's true. Uh, this is this is our friend Rocky. He is a bandmate of mine in, our, in a horror punk band. Like he Stallone. started. He actually... Mr. Stallone's very nice to meet you. <laughs> Thank you for having me on the show. Hey, yo, Rocky. Yo, Adrian, huh? I can't do a good Rocky impression, but that is me. I yeah. am Rocky. <laughs> um, and then... But yeah, no, you're you were in a horror punk band called Trap Hill Collision that you allowed me to join. So thank you for that. Of course, yeah, <laughs> happy to have Wrote you. Such good songs as Pony Shark and Skull Crushing Demons from Space and Zombie Killing State, Demonic Noises, Freak Show Infection, Immortality. Yeah, all of which are on Spotify now. So go listen to. It. Actually, yeah, this is a nice plug for the and, band. And plug. on on October thirty first, we're going to be dropping two cover singles. So watch out for that. Right, and this isn't even like a plug really for me because like. I'm not on the recordings and that's okay. <laughs> but like, yeah, listen, listen to THC. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so today it's our, it's our second Halloween special. Last year we had what Grace was on it. Yeah. Dylan was on it. And so was James. And then, this uh, is also the episode, second episode we've done since the move, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I moved and yeah. little, little bit of a thing. Uh, I got married last two Two, weeks ago, two, two and a half weeks ago, yeah. And uh, you guys were both there. Alec was one of my groomsmen, and Rocky was one of our attendees. Neat. <laughs> and uh, did you guys have fun? Yeah, oh, yeah, it was yeah great. I got wasted. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> yeah, know you were did. 12. I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I didn't know you were 12 beers deep, or else I wouldn't have let you driven home. Hey, listen, I, I made it. I, there was no traffic. I made it, and guess what? I've done it plenty of times before when I because I've had to. I listen, I don't I listen, I do not endorse drunk driving. I'm just saying it's an option. <laughs> um yeah, I didn't anyway. Uh and Rocky, you were one of the only people there who was under 21, so you didn't drink, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then <laughs> um because yeah we had like lemonade and tea and shit. But anyway, yeah. um so yeah, you guys had a good time at my wedding. So yeah, we're back here. We're doing a podcast on horror movies. So yeah. we're gonna break today's uh, episode up into three segments. We're gonna talk about horror movies that are uh, good for kids, you know, like what movies, one, horror movies the kids would enjoy and horror movies you'd like, I guess, like get kids into horror with, you know, and then second, we're going to pick our favorite horror villains, and then our third one will be our favorite horror franchises, so try to make it a little more streamlined than last time, but, you know, we'll have some fun with it. All right, so, yeah, first thing we're going to talk about is some of, uh, what are some horror movies that got you guys into horror in the uh, when you were kids? Mine was Monster House. I remember watching it on TV. Mm -hmm. It was so good. Oh, yeah. I saw that in theaters, I think. Oh, my God. One of my I, memories of seeing that movie was – I was because I remember back in the day, you, did you did you live here when we had that old theater where the Best Buy is now? I didn't live here, but my parents did. So when I came down to visit, I would go there because I remember mm -hmm. when you'd walk into like the glass, there was right there, there was a circle right yep. in the middle, yep. Yep. and then they'd direct you to the theaters. I yep. remember that. that. I love that theater. I'm sad it's gone, but, you know. But I do remember seeing Monster House there. What we used to do as kids, my brother and our friends, we would just go in there, pay for a movie, and just sneak into other movies because they couldn't force it. It's just yeah. whatever. I mean, you could do that now at the ones we have. In yeah, you could. Yeah, honestly. But, they, except maybe the Alamo. Yeah, they, the Alamo, they actually check your tickets because they have to mm -hmm. like come and take your order and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and they can't be having like, some of the alcohol and stuff. Um, yeah. 
No, with with that movie theater, I remember seeing Monster House, and or I remember we were trying to kill time. My mom was seeing a movie, and I we snuck into Monster House. I remember it smelled like pee. Just I remember it just smelled like pure piss, and I was Somebody like, "Somebody was God. cheesing in there." Right, <laughs> and then um, yeah, Monster House. I like that one. Actually, I didn't. When I was a kid, I was like really afraid of horror movies, and then I didn't even realize that was a horror movie. But it's good. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It was just the right amount of scary. Yeah. yeah. My first exposure to that movie, um, I think I was like probably like six or seven. Um, like I was at like a dentist, and it was playing in like yes. the lobby room of the dentist's office, and I remember like I think it was like I saw like the spoiler alert the woman like in the sand or whatever it is like at the concrete oh yeah the, the, it was his wife and like these kids are harassing her and she went to go chase him with an axe and then she accidentally fell into the thing and knocked the concrete yeah because wasn't she part of a freak show or something she was and, yeah she was the uh big the big fat woman and, like, and she was, steve like, character fell in love with her and yeah and it's actually sad though because spoiler alert you find like her concrete outlay mm-hmm, whatever yeah. And my when I first saw that, and then it disintegrated, and what's his name fell onto it, the kid, mm-hmm. and I said, "Why didn't old the old Mister Niedermeyer f- free her? Because like it's it's concrete, like it, it comes off. It's not going to dry like that. Mm-hmm, yeah. So it's like she could have could have lived. I don't, I don't know. But well, I just I don't I remember either. that visual, and also like the visual of like the lawn like eating things, mm-hmm. like that freaked me out. Oh, you know I- what freaked me? The boyfriend when he was like drunk and he was throwing <laughs> a beer bottle and he yeah. went to go get it because he said, "My kite, I remember that awesome," and it dragged him in there. I was like, "Oh my god, that's yeah. terrifying!" And also, just the animation in that movie is horrendously scary. <laughs> well, I was gonna say that one was that movie was made with motion capture, and it might be the few one of the few movies that actually has good motion capture because. I feel like a lot of the time, like, did you ever see that movie Mom's Mom Needs or Mars Needs Moms? That was the worst friggin'. I'm pretty sure I was the only person in the theater with my parents when I saw (laughs) it. I'm sorry you had to sit through that. I've seen enough just by watching reviews of it. Didn't that movie come out in 09? Something Uh, like that, 2011, 2010. But um, another one, I think a lot of kids got into horror with. Well, okay, so let me let me asterisk this after I say it, but The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, my God. It's a good movie. It's, it's a just good... it went too far, and too many people just dress up as Jack Skellington and Sally now, and it's I've, become like its own I, culture. No, I've, and... I've, yeah, I feel it's going to say, I feel like it's not as it's not scary. It just hasn't, it, for those people, to get like the tattoos and the cups. And... My, my friend, before he passed away, he was a big Jack Skellington fan. He had a... Jack Skellington, he actually had a full-size costume, and oh, yeah, I have pictures of him in it, and it's really cool, but... Yeah. Um, I'm honestly, I've never been a fan of that movie, even when I was a kid, when I had seen it, like, it just, it didn't do anything for me. I do like the music, though. Like, oh, yeah, Danny Elfman was Yeah, great. like, the corn cover and, like, the Marilyn Manson cover oh my God, and, like, yeah. songs from there, like, those are awesome. I, I still put on, like, that, like, covers album of the soundtrack. The corn kidnapped the Santa Claus as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still, I still like Boogie. He's still my favorite. I was gonna say, that's a pretty good villain. I, I like, obviously, it was unique because it was about a guy who runs Halloween that's like, I want to do Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but... Like there's there's a lot of like good things about the movie. It's just it never appealed to me when I was younger, and still doesn't now. It's not my favorite. Like I know my wife really likes it, um, and so does her mom. And like a lot of people like it. It's just mm-hmm. you know I mean, I'll watch it. I don't yeah. hate it. I mean I won't turn it off if it's on. You know, and mm-hmm. it might be a time where I actually turn it on myself. But I mean it's not like my favorite Halloween movie, and I don't turn it on every yeah. chance I get. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. But, I, I can't watch that movie this year because, like, honestly, nothing's happening. <laughs> no, because it's like the seasons and, and, and are changing. Because, like, I don't know. Like, I remember when I would watch when I when I lived in New Hampshire. 
you know, it'd be like cold, the, it'd be raining a lot, and there, you know, people mm-hmm. are like shooting fireworks, so they're doing trick or treating. So it was like, wow, nice time to watch this movie. But now it's like, I'm looking outside, I'm like, hmm, not gonna this time because it sucks because <laughs> no one's doing anything, everyone's inside, I'm always at work, not gonna happen. I mean, there's I, a lot of leaves in my backyard, if that helps. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, so the leaves, just yeah, watch uh, it. It was cold like two mornings ago. Yeah, and then, then, it just, <laughs> then it just went back up to fucking 70 degrees, and then it was just, I was like, what is happening? That's going to drop um, again, and it's going to rain Thursday, but then it's like, guess what? That's it. I'm trying to think what other... So I know when I was a kid, I saw it, and I did not like it at first, but I mean, I guess... Looking back, it was better. Let me tell you the story it's about it once cheery. when I say what it is. No, uh, Corpse Bride. Oh, so let me tell you the story of how I saw Corpse Bride. That's a great movie. My friends and my that was my brother, a friend of mine, and my mom. I was like nine years old at the time. Curse of the or yeah, Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were Rabbit came out, and that was a great movie. I think oh, that was Wallace a pretty that was a good little that was a good mixture of like horror and like just genuine. Yeah, they're the Gromit. best animation, but um, what was I gonna say? The um. Right. So actually, that was the one time. So we saw that movie, and during the previews, the projector died in the theater. This is back when they were still doing film. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, well, you go to another movie for free, or you can wait till our next showing. So we went and saw Corpse Bride. I hated it at when I saw it, but looking back, I'm like, it's not that bad. I, but, I, that's probably one of my favorite Tim Burton's, though. I mean, yeah, I, Tim Burton I, actually directed that one. Yeah, I've seen that movie at least three, four times. I mean, mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird plot. But, you know, it's, it's what it is. Yeah, that's one that I actually haven't seen. I haven't sat down and watched that movie yet. And I know I need to. It's worth it. Because, like, I, like mm-hmm. I've seen, like, still frames of it and, like, pictures and stuff like that. And it, it looks gorgeous. And, it's like, a, I love stop motion. So it's it's like, a unique. Time, yeah. yeah, it's a new, unique story about a guy who gets cold feet at his wedding. And then finally he just puts a ring on a twig and then it turns out oh hey yeah it it wasn't a twig it was actually a corpse Mm -hmm. as a woman who was supposed to be married which is like right up my alley oh (laughs) oh, uh, do you want a spoiler for the ending Uh, do they both die no oh does she come back to life no she was actually murdered by a guy that guy knew Mm -hmm. oh that's the Um, plot twist yeah you're gonna like it i'm not gonna tell you who it was but yeah she finds actually wait a minute you were supposed to be my husband. You killed me. And I'm like, what is that? No. <laughs> you killed me. Like, this is so Victorian era. I've never seen it, but a lot of people like Coraline. I love Coraline, dude. Kayla, her son, Jax. Dude, I went over uh, to her house uh, a few weeks ago. That boy, I swear to God, he's five years old. He'll go in there. He's like, Alec, oh, come watch it. And I'm like, okay. He can he quotes that movie before the scene comes up. He's saying uh, he'll start talking like what the hell is he saying? And then the next he'll play. It says what he's saying. He's seen that movie so many times. It's his favorite. It's also my favorite. I love the villain. Mm-hmm. That's, That's another one I haven't seen yet. To be totally dude, honest, dude. Honestly, I think you should watch Coraline. It is a yeah. very good movie. I, I need to watch both of them, but I haven't yet. <laughs> kind of going along with stop motion. Um, I haven't seen Frankenweenie, but I know I've seen the original short film it's based off of. Him, I've but... seen Frankenweenie is actually pretty. I watched. I've that. heard it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I watched it watch two years ago one. on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know Tim Burton can make good movies sometimes. I mean, he's kind I of mean like like Planet of the Apes as <laughs> masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. I actually okay. So side thing, I actually saw Sleepy Hollow for the first time a couple weeks, when we were on my the Johnny Depp one. Yeah, hey. it's pretty good actually. It's like I really like when Tim Burton actually makes straight up horror movies. You know, because did you ever see Dark Shadows? 
Uh, that was the one. Is that the one with Johnny like, Depp as a vampire? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that my should God. have been a straight up horror movie, but it was like, oh, we're gonna get a comedy. As yeah, well. because it's like, yeah. Then he's like, have Alice he's Cooper. Then, he did Alice Cooper, Cooper and he was like, go see this Alice Cooper. And I'm like, what? Stop. No, but he, it should have been a straight up horror movie because that's what the the thing was based off of. It was based off a gothic soap opera. And yeah, anyway, yeah. I think he was trying to rekindle like the Beetlejuice magic with that movie, but like. Beetlejuice. Well, okay, so yeah, that's a, that's yeah, a movie. Beetlejuice is another one. I watched that one as a kid, and like I love that movie. It's that not a straight up horror movie, but it does have horror elements. And... Yeah, I saw it last year with Grace and. And it's not like a straight up kids movie either. No, but, it's like, not. It definitely like it appealed to me a lot as a kid, and I think one of it appealed to a lot of people because there was a cartoon series. Also, that it. reminds me. Does anyone know if they're actually doing any of them? Any like the um, Rocky Horror, or if they're doing the uh, Beetlejuice showing at the Alamo this year? I have no idea. Know. I know they're showing Nightmare Before Christmas, and I think they're showing Hocus Pocus too. Of course. Can I just oh, say dude. how much I do not like Hocus Pocus? Everyone loves Hocus Pocus. What? I don't, I don't like it. Oh fuck! Oh what? That's it's a good movie. <laughs> it's a classic movie from the nineties. I, I don't I like it. It's too weird of, for me. It's anyway. classic. Yeah. Apparently, I haven't seen a lot of children's horror movies because I grew up watching the real shit. Dude, I, <laughs> like I, the I, first horror movie I remember watching was Return of the Living Dead. Nice. Which, oh, like, okay. if you've seen that movie, there's like new. There's punk rock. There's brainy. There's George Romero. George Romero's <laughs> not you... involved with this movie. Oh, that's right. This, this was the one. This is that not, one that's, that's the one that's in the. They're in the mall, and then they're they're. About... No, that's um Dawn of the Dead. Dawn. Okay. Yeah. So Return of the Living Dead. It was like accidentally produced by the same guy who produced like Night of the Living Dead, I believe. Like he was somehow involved with both movies, but he retained the rights to like the series name. Oh so like. When um, he got involved with Return of the Living Dead, basically all he did was like put the series name on it. And that's why none of the other Romero zombie movies have Of the Living Dead. They just say Of the Dead because he couldn't have like the actual publishing rights to use that name. Um, so like Return of the Living Dead is not related to like any of the other Romero movies, but like it is like the best zombie movie ever created. <laughs> And I watched it when I was like six years old and I had nightmares. Nice. And it is probably what is responsible for me being the way that I am today. But, um, well, there you go. Yeah. Sorry. I was, I was, yeah. Um, and fun fact for all you music fans out there, Adam Jones helped with the special effects for that movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was going to say Adam Jones, he did work on, I think, uh, one of the, Nightmare for or Nightmare on Elm Street movies. He did the fourth and the fifth one. He worked nice. on the uh, SFX score. <clears throat> and then, uh, sorry, um, I was gonna say so like an actual like one of the first actual horror movies that we're talking about later too that actually got me into horror was the first Halloween because mm -hmm. it's like very subdued by today's standards, but it's yeah. really good. But that's like most of like the classic horror movies because it's like everybody thinks Texas Chainsaw Massacre was like super gory. It really wasn't. There's like, there is same with Friday the 13th. Yeah. I don't know. I think the, the second Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the, uh, the, the or, second one was a lot more the, out there. Yeah. I was going to say, that's one with yeah. the family, right? With the, yeah. the, the brother, that's and, one with and the, the, the meat packing. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's the one where they like kind of, um, these are the like best the sausages identity. ever. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, well, it's a you know what? Also, Tim Burton directed that was a more of a straight up horror movie that I really liked. Um, that kind of got me into horror back in the day. Uh, Sweeney Todd, you ever see that? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. that, the, that demon might be my Bar the Demon Barber. Yeah. yeah, that might be my favorite Tim Burton movie. That I think was, it actually is. That was another one that I did see as a kid that scarred me for life. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, it was just like 
Johnny Depp's character in that movie disturbed me every oh, time yeah. I saw him. <laughs> I really, I mean, he can sing well. He does a good English accent, I think. Um, I love how he just, you've seen the movie, right? Yeah. Spoiler for people who haven't seen it, where he like literally just slits Borat's throat. And <laughs> yeah. Borat actually does his like Cockney English accent. And oh God. But no, like the songs are good. Um, obviously, it was based on a Sinai musical. But uh, in terms of like getting me into horror, it was pretty good, actually. It wasn't too bad. Um, and then. Another, I'm trying to think of another. Casper was a good kids movie that got you into horror a little bit, maybe. Yeah, it was like got you into like it got me into like the soups, the spookies. Yeah, you know what I mean, spookies. like the spookies, because it's like, oh, it's a ghost. It's like, oh, what the hell's a ghost? And then you know, you see like, you know, Patrick Swayze, and your mom's like, turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, because it's like that's not the right kind of ghost. The Swayze Express, anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Talking about his dick. Anyway. anyway um, <laughs> Can you guys think of any other? I'm trying to think. There's, I'm sure there's more. Uh, the Alvin and the Chipmunks meet the Frankenstein, whatever thing. Oh, no, meet and, the Wolf Man, I think. Yeah. Oh, there was also Scooby Doo. Like oh, Scooby Doo. Well, how did we miss that? Oh, that was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's always they Sco- had. Um, they have a ton. Zombie of- Island. Mm-hmm. That, that was that. my favorite Scooby Doo because I was not expecting that yeah. them to be werewolves and they just ate the Confederate soldiers. That I was. One, I was. And um, the uh, the vampire one. I don't remember the name. of I don't remember that one, but I do remember the Alien Invaders and the uh-huh. Cyber Chase. I remember. Yeah, uh, the one where Shaggy is turned into a werewolf. And the oh, reluctant werewolf. Yeah, yeah. And then because like Cyber Chase, Alien Invaders, and Zombie Island were like kind of like part of like the '90s trilogy. Yeah, Dude. and then in like 2005, there was like there's one about I think it was Legend of the Vampire is what it was called. Mm-hmm. And there's like um like that was one I watched as a kid. And there's like this very specific scene. Where, like there's a vampire that looks like Nosferatu, like and he like comes down from the ceiling and he's got like the white face and like the black eyes and mm-hmm. like the the like yellow piercing pupils and then I was like that's super cool. I'm oh, sorry, that, that's the hash singing slasher. No, <laughs> SpongeBob was good at you know their Halloween episodes. Anyway, but I think well, we we're all missing the most important kids horror movie. Hmm. It always has to deal with monsters. Which one? <laughs> Monsters Inc. Um, oh, okay, yeah. I guess. No, <laughs> um, no. So real quick, can we? It, it's our, it's mine and your podcast. I'm gonna go ahead and just do this anyway. Okay. Um, one movie I think everyone should watch. It's horror. Just taking a sideline here. Need to watch it. It's great. What we do in the shadows. You ever see it? What we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows. Is that the um... Taika Waititi and uh, the other guy where they're basically it's a mockumentary about vampires? Mm-hmm. And, oh shit! Yeah. yeah okay. Like, you said Nosferatu. Literally yeah. one of the. Uh-huh, yeah. You've seen like, the movie? Because all of like the like movie vampires are like vampires in yeah. real life. And it's like they even make like a joke about like, you know, we tried to get Wesley Snipes and Tom Cruise or like something like that. Well, I remember it, one of my favorite parts is like uh, the guy, he's like their human friends. Like we've all agreed we're not going to turn them into a vampire. We're just hanging out with them. <laughs> and um, so he's like, can we, they showed him YouTube. He's like, I want to see a video of a sunset or a sunrise. Mm-hmm. He's like, he looks at the sun and goes like, holy shit. <laughs> and then, um, it's like, uh, we can see virgins. I don't think she's a virgin if she's doing that. <laughs> then, oh God. Um, I love, I don't know. It's just one of those like silly comedies where it's like, it's a mockumentary. Cause like yeah. when you said Nosferatu, it made me think of like the opening scene where they throw a chicken into the Peters, whatever thing. <laughs> yeah. he, but I will also say one thing. There was an episode of South park that actually scared me when I was a kid too. Hmm. Okay. I was 10 years old. Are we and watching I, South Park at I, 10 years old? Hold on, hold on. I was watching it way I had irresponsible 10. parents. Anyway, hold on. I was watching it way before 10. I remember I looked into the mirror. Oh, I know. And I mean. said, listen, it's not, it's not funny. This isn't funny. I looked into that mirror. I said, Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. 
Biggie Smalls, and sure as shit, Biggie Smalls is trying to put a There's cat a mirror in right me. there. Do it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do it. He's doing it. Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. All right. I'm scared. I'm <laughs> Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. He's going back to Cali. Yeah, he <laughs> just made him late for his party. <laughs> anyway, um... Okay, so let's go back. Uh, so, any more kids' movies you can think of, or because we gotta, I'd like to keep moving forward. But I mean, not any. Something I, wicked I comes this way. Hey, who cares? Um, I mean, there was Halloween Town, which is played on like Disney. Uh, that's the best, year. man. Yeah. The Adams Family. Oh yeah, Adams Family. Family, yeah. Because they did that terrible, terrible twenty twenty nineteen one. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, with Nick Kroll as Uncle Fester. Yeah, sure. Oh, I mean, come on. He's already scary enough. He does big mouth. We all know what's going on. There. That's a horrible <laughs> franchise. I don't really um, want to. <laughs> anyway, so then let's talk about uh, our favorite horror villain and why. And I will start it out to kind of give you guys an idea of what to say. Uh, I love Michael Myers. I, one of the reasons I really like him is because he's human. He's all got that like, I mean, he doesn't say a damn word, but you can tell there's so much rage in him, mm. you know, and it was the first horror movie where it's like, it just could be a guy, you know? Well, it's also and, the, um, there was that one Rob Zombie one where it was like his backstory. Can we these... not talk about that one? <laughs> oh, come on. Why is it that every horror villain has to have a shitty childhood? Can we never just get a kid, a, a, the friggin' horror movie with a kid just grows up, he has a perfect life, well, and that's what, they, sudden... that's what they did with the, the, uh, the very first one, the John Carpenter, where he was just... Yeah, like, that's what like, I'm saying. That's why I like the first where one. Where he just walks out, and his parents are like looking at him like, in the, like they're in the 40s and just yeah. looking down on him. You know, They're not questioning... Wait, why do you have a steel knife and why is there blood on it? Where did you get? They're not just they're <laughs> yeah. staring at him. But yeah. yeah, can we just get a horror movie where the kid is like he he got straight A's and he's like you know prom king? He's just, he's just a fucking sociopath. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's people out there anyway. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, side question: Who's your favorite Michael Myers? Like from what movie? It's obviously the Rob Zombie. Yes, obviously. Um, either the first one or the new one because. Did you see the new one? Yeah, I really like that one. That uh, one, I think, was the, my favorite. The new one was great. Like it was, it was. Emily got best. mad because they say, took away the fact that Lori's a sister. Uh, yeah, it um, didn't. It didn't really make all sense, it did though. was ruin like the other sequels, like because like they were just like completely based around it. <laughs> it was like it's. Oh, they took away like all of. The, I mean, H two O did that yeah. where they ignored whatever four and five and six. And honestly. And then, that made the movie better for ignoring that because yeah. that I think was kind of stupid. Where it's like, wait, well, how is that well, his sister? Because that doesn't make any damn sense. My only, my only problem with them taking that away is like, why is he attacking Lori? He's just. Well, I think it's because uh, it's kind of like you ever played well, Dead by like, Daylight, the, the video game. Yeah. It's like it's okay. So they're the killers and they're getting obs- get a, obsession bonuses. So they become uh, obsessed. Okay, gotcha. So I think maybe he just became obsessed with her. Gotcha. Just because but, that was the first person he saw, so like that, like. Well, I think maybe he like she was the one that got away or something. Yeah, oh yeah, that, she and, is actually the one that got away. Yeah, remember he she butchered up the that household in the movie. Yeah, but like she also is kind of obsessed with him. So like the whole movie, she's like, she like, yeah, because trying to hunt him down at the same time. And even when she was an old woman in the in the new one, the second one, really, she was like, I've been preparing this my whole life, and the daughter was like, I became resentful because she kept training me to be a survivor for mm-hmm. some reason. And then finally it's like, Oh, this is why. Cause she knew one day he would break out and be back. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer your question, either the first one or the 
2018. Yeah. One. Okay. Because I do not like the Rob Zombie version at all. I don't know why. Like I said, why does every horror franchise's villain need to have some kind of shitty background? I don't know. But see, the first Rob Zombie movie, like I think it's okay as a movie. Like once you get past the shitty childhood one, it's like actually like mm-hmm. Michael Myers action. It's pretty decent. I enjoy some of the like kills and some of the scenes and that. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it's Rob Zombie's filmmaking leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, yeah, it's like the one thing I did hate though was like the one person that was actually nice to Mike Myers there, the janitor. Mm-hmm. Freaking Danny Trejo. Yeah, I know. And he I'll, dies in every movie he's I in. I know, and I fucking hate Except that. Except for he Machete. Does- well, yeah, because he's fucking killing uh, everybody. I'm pretty sure he was in Spy Kids, wasn't he? Yeah, he played Machete in Spy Kids because it was done by the same director. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but, oh, that's terrifying. Um, yeah. Because, like, considering what happens Spy to Machete. Kids, Spy Kids and Machete are linked franchises. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Just think about that. But, uh, no, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, he was super nice to him. He's like, hey, don't touch his mask. Just be nice to him, blah, blah, blah. And then he just fucking drowns him yeah. in the sink like an animal. I'm like, why are you doing this to my man Danny Trejo? Yeah, anyway, I love him. Um, all right, Rocky, what about, or either one of you, who's, Rocky, who's your, who's your favorite horror villain? Okay. Um, my favorite horror villain, since we are we all decided that monsters count, would be the thing from The Thing. Mm-hmm. Because, the thing that you can't kill? Yeah, the thing that should not be. Because... Messenger um, <laughs> of fear and shit. Sorry. Yeah, I, like, I absolutely love The Thing. It's one of my favorite horror movies because there's just so much suspense, and it's such, like, a simple story that, like, you're allowed to get to know the characters. Wasn't Kurt you're... Russell in that? He was like yes. the main character. Yeah, Kurt it's Russell. basically Among Us, but before Among Us. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's basically Among Us, the adaptation, but nice. bef- but before that video game. Also, existed. did you ever read the comics? Um, like the sequel comics to the thing. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, wild. Yeah, like the the first run was like passable, and then the second one where they like the things become sentient and stuff like that completely ruined it for me. Mm. But um. The original thing where like you know like literally anybody could be the villain and at the end you don't know if the thing was like killed or if it was like one of the survivors or if it was ironically both of the survivors mm-hmm. paranoid that the other one was human like <laughs> like that's like absolutely crazy to think about and plus like the gore effects in that movie like the kills and like the um rob special effects absolutely amazing like one of my favorite like horror movie villains and creatures there ever can be. And even in the remake, like they, they made it all CGI, but it was still, there's some pretty cool stuff. In That's the, remake. the thing about the thing is that, um, the, the effects were all practical for that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they, when they did the remake slash prequel, cause it was like kind of a mixture of both. Um, they shot it with all practical effects, mm-hmm. but then the studio was like, it's 2011. Like, everybody wants to see cgi so they like rushed Great. like to put cgi over that's it. like when they decided to make a movie 3d after production and yeah. it's like really oh God. Uh, what about you alec okay so mine was a split but i think i i think mine's gonna have to be the other mother from Coraline. okay it was split between that and the invisible man mm-hmm. vincent price yeah vincent price mm-hmm. but um mine had to be the other mother because the more i thought about it it was for me. It was interesting because I watched the movie at least six times, and it's just a good movie. But on top of that, it's like this person, this woman, mm-hmm. she picked out a child who she didn't know, didn't know was going to be there, and then she made a doll 
kept the doll for years with an older woman mm -hmm. who did not know what the hell it was. So, like, she kind of, like, can see into the future. And then on top of that, she uh, weaves everything into her own reality. So she's, like, she has some sort of, like, god power right there, right? Because mm -hmm. she creates everything in her world. The food, the garden, all of it. She does it all. And it's just, like, that's pretty fucking wild. Because she's, she's a, basically her own deity. She's a fourth dimensional being. It, it's, like, for me, it kind of it's kind of, like... She has the same powers as, uh, well, almost the same powers as my favorite villain in anything, Gontro Dim from The Witcher Three. Love that fucking character, and um, he has he has basically all these powers. He's basically a corrupted god, and then that's how I feel about the other mother. Is she's eaten three children, and she's done it, and she's manipulated them. They she basically gave them Stockholm syndrome because they get, began to love her, and then they put the buttons in their eyes, and then she ate their ate them. I thought that was pretty baller. All right. So, so that, I yeah. thought that was pretty baller. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's just like she's an omnipotent god in her own realm. But the other thing is she can be beaten. And that's what I also think is pretty interesting. Because mm -hmm. it's like she's perfect in her own way, but she also can, she's not just like some unbeatable machine yeah. for killing. And then, okay, so. Favorite horror franchise. I mean, I guess I talk about Halloween too much, um, but it is Halloween for me just yeah. because I like the lore. I like how it is just a guy, you know, even though there's a lot of really shitty sequels. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Halloween 1 and 2 are near perfect. Mm -hmm. um, Halloween 3 we don't count literally because it didn't have anything to do with Michael yeah. Myers. It's a great movie, but it's like it's outside of the franchise. Kind of. I don't know if a lot of people know this. I mean, it's not hard to figure out, but um, John Carpenter wanted Halloween to be like a franchise centered around Halloween. So like the first one, which is a murderer. And then the sec, you know, then he was going to do one about witches and I guess, I don't know, mummies, whatever. And then he made Halloween two just kind of finish that story. And then season of the witch was three and people were like, what the fuck is this? And then, then he went back to making Michael Myers. Cause everyone loves Michael Myers. And then, but um, I'm trying to think if I had a, Okay, so real quick, yeah, the fourth and fifth ones are okay. I think I like the fourth one better because it's all about, what is it, Lori's daughter and how he's trying to go kill her and blah, blah, blah. The fifth one is when they got to be really bad because that's because the fourth one's not terrible, but then the fifth one is the one where it's like, oh, well, she has a telekinetic <clears throat> connection with Michael Myers. And then the sixth one is when it's like, oh, Michael is part of a cult or something. He has to kill all the members of his family in order to be yeah. a piece or something like that and then uh, yeah he had no he had to wipe out everyone in his bloodline to finally die yeah and then what was it uh h2o came out and i don't even remember that one uh Resur like, resurrection is eh i i remember h2o more than resurrection to be totally honest i remember resurrection more than i remember h2o yeah. what happens in h2o in h2o um if I remember correctly, it's like Lori's son is at like a boarding school and Michael comes after him. And then like, you know, Lori is like dealing with the drama, of like her son and like being away. And then like, of course, Michael Myers comes around. And I th is that the movie where they um, he had like a, a CGI mask instead of a real mask? I don't remember. I, but... I think it was that one. But yeah, it's like 
it's mostly like a family drama movie where Michael Myers shows up at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's then, mostly what it is. Resurrection, I remember, was the one where they filmed a reality show, an internet reality show at the old Myers house. Mm-hmm. And it's a cool concept, just executed very bad. And That's the... Um, it has Coolio or yeah. Buster Rhymes or something. Buster Rhymes is in it. Trick yeah. or treat, motherfucker. Yeah, and yeah. just... It's not... It's not the worst in the franchise. I think that's number six or yeah, but and then the Rob Zombie ones that are just more dirty. No, the Rob Zombie ones are worse than Resurrection. Yeah. And then, well, at least the second Rob Zombie one is. Yeah. Oh, Michael Myers' mother. Blah blah blah. Just an excuse to him to put his wife in movies. Which I mean, yeah. I get it. It's your wife, but right. And then what was after Halloween two? Did we get anything before the new one that just came out? Nope. It was just the uh, the Rob Zombie Halloween two, and then the twenty eighteen one. Yeah, well, there you go, because, I mean, the new one is really good, and then Halloween Kills was supposed to come out this year, but then the pandemic, so they moved it to next year. Yeah. Which, I don't know if it's going to actually come out next year, but we'll see. Yeah, and hopefully. Then, um, just because I don't want to talk about Halloween too much, I do like, I'm trying to think what other horror franchises. I don't really... Nightmare on Elm Street? Nightmare on Elm Street's pretty good. I have, I, I've only seen a couple of I them. I have though. an unconventional one. Sure, Alec. The Brennan Fraser Mummies. Dude. Is that your favorite horror franchise? I I like them a lot because I you know I like history, mm-hmm. but I mean this is obviously it's ancient Egypt. It's not like mm-hmm. obviously one hundred percent accurate, but mm-hmm. it's like you know the beetles that eat the people. Mm-hmm. You Dude, have the first one is like actually kind of scary. It has <laughs> you have nightmare fuel yeah. on that one. You seen Emotep mm-hmm. when you first time that was scary, mm-hmm. terrifying. Yeah, and the way he sucks the souls out of people, mm-hmm. and then um, the way he dies. Uh, and though his girlfriend too, mm-hmm. yeah. and then also you have that one guy that uh, Arab dude who has the the torch and he's trying to get the Beatles away from him. And he's like mm-hmm. terrifying. This yeah. crawl into his skin. You see him popping yeah, dude, up. Mm-hmm. The scarabs, like that was another one I watched as a child that terrified me because of the scarabs. <laughs> yeah, honestly. The, uh, then the, obviously Tomb of the Dragon Emperor was a bunch of nonsense. But yeah, you know. the second one I remember being okay. But yeah, because you had you had. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, the yeah. Scorpion King. I remember that was terrible CGI. I remember loving the second one just because, like, um, I was really fascinated by Egyptian history when I was younger, and like Anubis was like my favorite like god. So like Anubis being in that movie was like I was like this is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, it used to be army of jackals too, and whether yeah. butchering everybody, mm-hmm. that was pretty baller. Yeah, uh, like fighting the it was the army of magi, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty epic. And then what about you, Rocky, your favorite horror franchise? Um, I'm going to have to go with the Evil Dead movies. Okay. Cause, okay. Our friend Dylan, he would agree with you. Yeah. Um, it's just like, I'm a sucker when it comes to practical effects. And obviously it's like the first, like the three of the like original trilogy have like some, sometimes amazing <laughs> practical effects. Pretty Some groovy. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, you know, it looks really goofy because you can see it's like the makeup is peeling off their face and stuff like that. But like you said, it's a groovy movie. <laughs> like all mm. of them are like, um, there Evil Dead two is probably my favorite. Is out it, of the is series. That a lot of people say that yeah. army of darkness is the third. Okay. Like army of darkness is really good, but it's not really a horror movie. Cause that's the yeah. one where he gets transported back to the past, right? Yeah. Um, cause like he's back in the past trying to kill the deadites. Like, before they can like come to the future or whatever yeah because then you see like on the medieval soldiers like hell yeah hell. yeah because like he like you know and that's where he's like this is my boomstick you know like all that jazz 
and then like at the at the end of the movie it's like he like um comes back to like the present in like a supermarket or something like that I, it's been a while since i watched that movie but i recently uh rewatched evil dead 2 and like yeah it's like it's the first one is great it's a lot more suspenseful of a horror movie but um all of the iconic stuff from the franchise came from the second movie and like you know that movie is like it's basically the entirety of the first movie happens in like 20 minutes and then the rest of it is just like demonic carnage and it's <laughs> awesome but um yeah um oh god i'm trying to think yeah, evil dead is pretty damn good uh the new one and it was really fucking scary oh yeah and i didn't even talk about the remake the remake was actually good like um, i remember the the one scene the girl popping up from the attic or the basement yeah from the basement mm -hmm. dude like that that was in like the trailer and i think i i didn't i don't remember when that movie came out 2014 2014 okay so i was in seventh or eighth grade something like that but like i remember like seeing that and being like this is cool <laughs> like because it was in the trailer and then i watched the movie and of course like the final scene where it's just like, you know, it's like a Slayer concert. And it's like, <laughs> this is awesome. Um, so since we're kind of done, we're only about uh, 38 something minutes in, uh, just for the sake of making it about 45 minutes long. Uh, what are some of your guys' favorite underrated horror movies? And what I mean by that movies that are not classics, but are really dang good. Um, I just watched, so I got a couple, um, you ever seen the first wrong turn? Yes. It's uh -huh. really good. Um, I don't think everyone and it made it into a franchise, but it's kind of like a B level, C level yeah, franchise. Uh -huh. um, it's pretty much. I think they were they all direct to video. Or did the first one come out? In the first one was in theaters. Okay, and then, the rest of them were dead direct. To I video. guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then have you guys seen Thirty Days of Night? Yes, I love that, that the movie. Vampire one? It's yes. so good. That is a great I mean, movie. It's not a perfect movie. I would have done some things different because at some points I'm like, wait, it's a different day now. What? Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I absolutely love vampire movies but I really love them when they do something different. Mm -hmm. So it's like Nosferatu is like kind of the first. So like it set the tone like that inspired like the Bela Lugosi one, which like inspired the Christopher Lee one and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But then like you get like a lot of vampire movies where it's like not necessarily like twilight levels of like mm -hmm. romantic, but it's like there's a lot of romanticism, mm -hmm. but it's like, 30 days of night made vampires like a vicious creature yeah <laughs> and like of course like the whole concept of like being in a part of the world that doesn't see the sun for like mm -hmm. a month at a time it's like that's like the perfect set piece for like, oh, a yeah. vampire movie yeah it's an absolutely great idea i love and, when like, he shines the uv light on the one girl oh yeah. yeah dude and like the little girl vampire mm -hmm. like that's great and then like another um underrated like vampire movie that does something different have you ever seen um Stakeland? No, I haven't. So Stakeland is kind of like Zombieland, except instead of being a comedy, it's actually a serious movie. And instead of zombies, it's vampires. Okay. So it's like vampires, like there's like a plague of vampires that like takes over like the entirety of the United States and pretty much the entire world. Um and it's basically about how, you know, this guy and like this um random kid like are surviving throughout like the vampire apocalypse mm -hmm. and the first one is really good like it establishes like the world and everything i'm gonna look this up but the second one is even better because like it's a much better made movie and like the way it continues the story it like builds on the lore that's set up in the first movie mm -hmm. like th those are great films like i 
I hope they do more at some point. I typed what in uh, Steakland. I typed in Steakland on Wikipedia, and the first thing that comes up is Steak and Shake, and the second one is called Steak and Blowjob Day. That sounds like it sounds like my kind of party. It's on. <laughs> it's on March. Wait a minute. A month later, on March fourteenth. Oh my god! Is we it, played a show on March fourteenth. Oh, Are you telling me nobody told me it was Steak and Blowjob Day when we played? Women are. So on the day, women are purportedly supposed to cook a fillet steak for and perform fellatio on a man in response to the cards, chocolate, and flowers given by men on Valentine's Day. Okay. We should start. Dude. Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. no, okay, but anyway. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Steakland. Yeah. 2010 horror movie. After a plague turns America into a realm of vampires, a hunter of the depraved creatures travels cross-country with an orphan he rescued. Mm-hmm. This is like... Um... It's kind of like the Left for Dead version of vampires, where there's like different evolutions on like oh, the virus. Oh, they so, mutate. Yeah, but like it's cool. Like it's not lame. Like okay. it's not like they like explode or anything like that. It's, it's not- just like some of them like go like berserk because they're like starving to death, and then like there's like other ones that are like more intelligent, so they become like pack leaders and stuff like that. And then there's like other ones that aren't really explained, which are honestly a little bit dumb but mm-hmm. like it's a very minute part of the movie if you have the shutter app they're both on shutter that's mm. how i um watch them like they're absolutely incredible i think for me it's not underrated it's pet cemetery i just that's a great mm-hmm. i just love you don't want to go down that road that that's why can't get back there from here yeah and then grace you know what? She's like, oh, you're all from the same area. I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? It's all the same thing. Like, no, it's not. New England is a new first place. You, you bigot. How dare you? you? She, anyway. She told me I should drink some clam chowder. I was like, I hate you. <laughs> anyway. So, um, other than 30 Days of... Not 30 Days of Night. You said that one. Other than Steakland. For me, this is like one that like I, I doubt that anybody that's listening... Or like is even alive has heard of this movie but it's from 1984 oh. and it's called mutant and you th- there's some different like titles for it like i don't know like i think it's titled differently in like the uk and stuff like that yeah but yeah. basically it's it's just a zombie movie but the way that like everything is done like from the design of the zombies to like the storyline and like the effects and everything it's like it's really good, and I don't know why more people haven't seen it. Like, I found it. It was in, like, a dollar bin at, like, some, yeah. like, at like um, I don't even think it was Walmart. It was, like, an Ollie's or something yeah. like that. And I was like, oh, like, this looks interesting, and I watched it. It's, like, it's really well done. Like, there's a couple things that are, like, a little stupid, like, and obviously it's, like, a little low budget. But, like, for the most part, it's a really well done zombie movie, and, like, it's like it's actually unique because there's like um yeah they're not just like the same as the romero zombies or like you know they aren't runners like they were in like 28 days later i was gonna say that's that's probably my other favorite one i love that movie so much i got i got him right there but Uh, yeah yeah, but anyway i'll tell you the best scene i think in that entire movie 28 days later yeah He's walking up the stairs in the church. Said, "Repent. The end is extremely fucking nigh." Because <laughs> I was like, "Oh, British humor." Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Um. Let's see. Another. Good... So I mean, you got anything else, or we good? Because. Uh. Um. Um. You know, I think. No. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. A little. Oh wait. 
Fast and Furious. Sure. <laughs> Fucking terrifying. Well, look at the thing I just said on Snapchat. Anyway. Ter terrifyingly bad are those fucking movies. And, all right. Well, oh, one, more thing, one more thing I want to mention. Uh, so, so we end on a serious note. Devil's Reign. Um, it was. It came out before um, Halloween. I don't know how long. I think it was like maybe like 75. But um, I bring that up because... Um, William Shatner is in it, and there's like, um, you know, it's like a demonic cult movie. It's really cool. Devil's Reign, look it up. Um, but there's like a scene where like William Shatner has like his eyes poked out, mm -hmm. and like you know the Michael Myers mask is it's a William Shatner mask. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna so, say like, is that looked, the movie he, where they got that from. I I don't know if it was the inspiration, but he looks like Michael Myers, which is nice. like, really cool. What about the uh, uh, the scary movie movies? Um, eh. Those are pretty scary. It's scary yeah. how bad they are. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you have a happy Halloween. Thank you, Rocky, for coming. And uh, yeah. We'll get we'll back into the ring. Apollo might be dead, but he's not out. Right. <laughs> anyway. All right. Take it easy, y'all. Have a good one, everybody.